Thank you for listening to this MW Network and Emadon production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, dmommywines.com, and wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. For exclusive content and early access, make sure to tune in on Patreon. Do you love supporting the show? Head over and check out the MWP merch store on teespring.com. New designs and products have been released and more are coming soon. This week's show is brought to you by Anchor, my podcast platform and the best way to record, edit, and upload your podcast all in one place. One Hope. One Hope wines are thoughtfully created by the most acclaimed winemakers rooted with purpose right in the heart of Napa Valley, California. One Hope puts your wine to work by donating over $5 million and counting to causes all around the world. Shop One Hope Wines today and feel good with each sip at onehopewine.com backslash myshop backslash bombywines. Zaya Active. Need premium quality active and loungewear but hate the price tag on top designer and retail brands? Shop myzaya.com backslash emadon for men's, women's, and youth styles today. New Zaya Active items are released every Wednesday, along with new Mommy Wines episodes. So make sure you're following along on IG for new items showcased every week in my stories. The Fetching Barker. The Fetching Barker is mine and Milo's online, eco-friendly, naturally focused dog supply shop with everything you need from fetching accessories to daily doggy essentials. Shop thefetchingbarker.com and use code ZEPLIN15 to save at checkout. Thrive Market. Thrive Market is the easiest way to make healthy, sustainable choices in your home and life. Thrive Market believes everyone should have access to healthy products, reliable information, and affordable prices. Check the show notes below for 25% off your order. EDJ Consulting Group. If you didn't know, podcasting isn't my full-time gig just yet. By day, I am a business financial consultant specializing in small to medium-sized business bookkeeping, tax prep, and payroll. This is what has allowed me to not have to choose between my son or a job. If you're interested in learning how you can become a home bookkeeper, check out my Home Bookkeeper Masterclass. You can find more info at edjconsultinggroup.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? I can. How are you? Yay, I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Oh, I am still in bed though. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) It is just, it's not happening for me today. You know what? I support that. That (laughs) That sounds awesome. It's Sunday, you know. Yeah, exactly. Day of rest. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really excited to have you on the show um, uh, because I recently had another uh, kind of life uh, relationship coach on, but her focus was um, single moms. And your focus in your relationship and life consulting um is a little bit uh wider and I'm excited to to hear about that yes yeah so I have a lot of my clients are single moms 
Um, a lot of them, though, also are just single women. Some of them maybe were married and now aren't, don't have kids. Some of them have never been married. So, yeah, I, it definitely ranges, um, which I like, right? Like, I, I think all of us, we find ourselves or we can find ourselves in relational dysfunction. And it doesn't have to look one way. It can look very different for everybody. So it's cool to kind of run the gamut of of the different types of relational issues and stages of life. Yes, that is for sure. We're all very unique in our, mm-hmm. sure our troubles. <laughs> are yep. all very unique also. <laughs> yes, they definitely are. One Hope's award-winning wines are made by some of the most acclaimed winemakers in the industry. Blending traditional winemaking methods with modern techniques, each exquisite bottle becomes a catalyst for change. One Hope's commitment to high-quality wine is just as important as their commitment to the causes they support. Through the sale of each bottle, One Hope has donated over $5 million to causes around the world. They have built a school in Guatemala, funded over 19,000 days of clinical trials for breast cancer research, planted a forest in Indonesia, provided over 3 million meals for children in need, and found over 80,000 pets forever homes. If you're going to sip, sip with purpose. OneHopeWines.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. That's OneHopeWines.com backslash my shop backslash mommy wines. Link is in the show notes below. So what kind of got you into that? Yeah, so I... Oh, man. I mean, a long-ish story, right? All of our dysfunction starts way long ago. Well, I grew up in a pretty dysfunctional family. Um, My dad is an alcoholic. My parents got divorced when I was 10. And so I, as a result of my dad's alcoholism, was super codependent. So I did not exist on my own. I needed somebody else to tell me who I was. And so for the longest time, that was my mom, which was great. But then I started getting to the age of you know, dating and boys and all of that stuff. And quickly that codependence for me turned into love addiction, which basically means I subconsciously choose emotionally unavailable men because I need to have connection, but I'm too afraid to have real intimacy. So I found myself um, at the start of a 10 year on and off relationship and it was super toxic And totally like just the love addiction cycle to a T and in, in that span of time, like I, I finally started realizing, well, Hey, this isn't working. Right. Like I get to college and it's been several years and I'm like, "Hmm, maybe not the best place to be for me right now. Um, but in conjunction with, we had some family tragedy. I had a family member who was dealing with a ton of addiction problems and I just kind of started to go crazy because if I'm codependent and I rely on other people and they're not okay, then I'm not okay. Mm. And so I eventually realized like, okay, there's something wrong here. I'm not coping well. And so I ended up going into my own recovery and that is where I learned, Oh, I'm codependent and Oh, I'm love addicted. And finally was able to kind of work through why I was in that space and why that's what my connections with others looked like. And so It was a long process and a hard process, but I was able to kind of figure out how to step away from those negative patterns and create new ones. And then from there, I started leading other women to do that. 
And at the time I was teaching kindergarten and I realized, man, like I always wanted to be a counselor and now I'm like sponsoring people in 12 step recovery programs. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is just the thing that I was meant to do. And so um, I started my own business and I have now been consulting women with all of the friendship, family, relationship issues. And it is for sure why I went through everything that I did and definitely where I'm supposed to be. It's amazing. I love that feeling when you find something in it just like clicks. Yeah. You know, it's like a puzzle piece falling into place. You're like, wow, mm. like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> totally. Yes. It's helpful. Right. <laughs> Cause then I'm like not doubting myself all the time. Cause it just feels so right. Yes. Well, that's exciting. And I love that we're kind of in this um, era right now where in, luckily for, you know, the internet does have its flaws, but this is something that it helps with mm-hmm. is um, people are able to take experiences and lessons that they've learned in their lives and kind of share them in a way um, that can help other people, yeah. um, whether it be like through what you're doing or there's so many people like teaching other people. Um, like I released a online masterclass, which is super fun. Um, and I, I don't know, I just think it's a really cool era to be in mm-hmm. because we can kind of have such a wide range to kind of connect and help people. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that as women, we're fed so many, um, <laughs> what is the word? Contradictory ideas of what we should be, right? Like we should do it all. And we should need no help, but also we should make sure we're super connected to other people. Like it just doesn't all make sense. And so I think oh. in this in this time, you're right. There is a lot more opportunity to band together with other women who maybe have been somewhere that you haven't and to learn and to grow and to heal, which to me is just the most important thing to always be growing and always be healing. Yes. And you're so right. Being a woman sometimes is so exhausting. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it is. It really is. It's honestly, I I was reading something today that was just talking about, yeah, all of the different things that we're told, like be quiet, but also if you don't speak up, that's your fault and make sure that you get everything done, but also be a good mom at the same time. It's just crazy. It's crazy. It is. And what, one of the things I've noticed bringing that up is, um, I've always noticed that it's not, I've never been like mom shamed or Mm. uh, shamed by like as a woman or told I should work harder or do this or do that by a man. It's always been other women yes, or other moms. And I was just like thinking about this the other day because I think I read the same article you did. Um, It had like a video and it was like, who she's like super famous but it had like a video of this woman saying all these different things and it yeah it was like um you know be quiet but also like you know speak up or (laughs) be pretty but don't wear so much makeup yeah it's just like all the back and forth back and forth and I was sitting there and I was like this is so true, mm. but like, it's never been a man that has ever said any of those things to me. It's always mm-hmm. been other women. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. thought that was ironic. <laughs> I think so too. And honestly, like if we're going to get real deep into this thing, I think it just goes back to 
the way that our country is structured, there's a group in power. And I think that the way that they stay in power is they have people below them turn on each other. Because if all women were to band together and work toward the same goal without shame and without, you know, mom guilt and all of that stuff, like we'd be getting a shit ton done. (laughs) Which is not to say that we don't, but I do think like just in a space where there are people above other people, there has to be some sort of um, way to keep people quote unquote in their place. And so I think for women, it's really easy for us to turn on each other and in a patriarchal society, I mean, that just means that then the patriarchy gets to keep doing its own thing. And we, meanwhile, are busy shaming each other because that is just kind of, what, how do I want to say this? It's just the only (laughs) space that we've been given, I guess, to really speak out, right? We're not going to do it against men because maybe there are repercussions to that or consequences or societally. That's just not a proper ladylike thing to do, but we can do it toward each other, which is just, it's a whole, a whole mess, which I hate because we're amazing. Women are amazing. And I love seeing women who are like in their lane, doing their thing, growing and learning and also owning vulnerability and owning the past that they have brought with them and the the pain that they've been through, because it's such a strong space to be right. When you can own who you are so much so that you can lift others up. I think that's really important. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to finally leave behind your daunting nine to five and live that laptop lifestyle you've been dreaming of? Maybe you have daydreams of living a life of financial freedom and time flexibility and a picture in your head laying on a beach somewhere, completely stress-free. Though that would be nice (laughs) and a total possibility, what I have for you is just a simple work from home opportunity. No, this isn't a get-rich-quick scheme or another MLM. What I'm talking about here is bookkeeping. Yes, that's right, bookkeeping. Bookkeeping is how I am able to live my life without choosing between a career and my son. How we were financially unaffected by the pandemic shutdown and how I am my own boss living and working around a schedule that's best for my family, not someone else or office hours. Bookkeeping is one of the oldest administrative positions around, making this not only a common and respected career choice, but with today's technology and cloud-based programs, a position that is in demand and able to be done from anywhere. Bookkeeping is perfect for parents who want or need to work from home, military spouses, college students, retirees, and frequent travelers. Basically, anybody who wishes to leave the chains of the cubicle behind. For more information and to enroll today, visit edjconsultinggroup.com backslash resources. Oh, yes, that is absolutely like a number one that needs to start happening so much more. Mm. One of my favorite quotes is, um, oh, I just had like the biggest brain fart. (laughs) It's about, um, like, oh, you don't have to steal another queen, like another crown to be queen mm. um, or someone else's crown to be queen. And like, I don't know. It's just I don't understand why we don't just like band together. And mm. even recently, um, I've started posting more images of myself on Instagram, which is mm-hmm. like kind of a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And 
because I've just, I've gone through so many changes and I've struggled myself with mental health over the past couple of years. And so I've recently started uh, posting more photos of me and just also some random photos that my son has taken. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I've been getting some crazy DMs like from other women. And Interesting. I'm like, what the heck? Like I would never tell a complete stranger some of the messages that I've been getting. Mm. Um, or even like my mommy wines um, Instagram. It's mostly I'm doing a whole rebranding, which is fun. That's um, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a kind of like a meme page. And okay. some of the things that it, it's just kind of jokey. Nothing's too serious. This show is very casual, even though we do talk about like raw and real topics like we are mm-hmm. now. But, um, you know, I like to keep it light and airy and fun. And sometimes like I will post like a jokey little meme um, or like a quote on my Instagram and it is like a battle. Mm. I'm like, what? Stop yeah. being so serious. It's the yes. freaking internet. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was just talking to my husband about this the other day. Um, I have found that within myself, when I start getting more nitpicky toward other people, more judgmental toward other people, just all around like cranky and rude, more often than not, in fact, probably like a hundred percent of the time, it's because I'm having issues within myself. So either I'm super overtired or I've been eating really junky or I haven't had any time to myself or because of those things, then I'm thinking negatively about me. And it's easier to just project that onto other people than it is to hold it within my own mind. And so I think honestly, when I, when I hear stories like what you're, what you're explaining, of women just like coming after you. And this of course happens across the board, right? Just like you were saying, mom, mom guilt and all of that kind of stuff. The first thing I think is what's going on in, in their world, what's going on within them that, that makes it easier to project insecurity and shame and fear externally than to deal with it internally. Mm that is something I always need to ask myself because I am somebody who like I've gotten so much better but (laughs) like there's like a troll in the comments or in my messages or whatever I'm like I used to be super quick to just like snap back Mm. and I've gotten a lot better so like I just either delete their comment or ignore them um yeah but I've had to like sit there and ask myself that so many times before Mm. I'm like, okay, this is how you're acting towards me. Like we're not friends. We don't know each other. We're complete Mm -hmm. strangers. Yeah. And I don't know. I kind of feel like when people are like that, like I was recently thinking back um, because it was my son's birthday over the weekend. He's four now. Happy late birthday. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Four. That's such a fun age. I hope so, because <laughs> three was a rough one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I was thinking back, you know, just like reminiscing on like pregnancy and like when I first had him and he was a baby, you know, mm-hmm. and there were some people um, on like in his dad's like friend group who just like 
the moment I found out I was pregnant, just like viciously attacked me on the internet. And I was like, I don't know you. Weird. I can go onto their Facebook profile and see that we have mutual friends. Uh I'm like, but I've never met these people before. Um, And it was like his friend's wife or whatever. And Mm -hmm. some other random people I don't know. And I was just like thinking back on that. And also, like, what about, like, about what you said, like, what, why is their life, Mm -hmm. you know, so miserable that they feel inclined to just be trashy towards, like, another human being? And, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I've had to think that, like, think about that recently. And it just kind of popped up over the weekend when I was going back. Because it's kind of hard, you know, like, I was trying Mm -hmm. to think of, like, all the good things and stuff. But there was a lot of bad that happened in, like the beginning of my like all throughout my like pregnancy and like when my son first um was born and stuff like that and it just got me thinking and then um I was listening to another podcast uh which is off the vine with Caitlin Bristow if you don't listen to it we recommend it (laughs) yes yes (laughs) um and she was saying the same thing uh because she had a bird's papaya or Sarah something or other yes oh love her and she's so Canadian her (laughs) accent is the cutest thing Uh, that's amazing but she had her on and they were kind of talking about the same thing so I think it was just kind of like just a mix of like hearing that going through my own stuff and thinking back on like those memories and I'm like man if Mm. like people must be going through something to just be all super weird on the internet yeah I think there's a a feeling of um, not so much relativeness when it's like a stranger that they mm-hmm. can kind of feel like they can vent out those feelings yes. and they won't have like the repercussions of if they were doing it to a friend or a family member or somebody who they knew, mm-hmm. they just decide to take it out on like a stranger, which is so odd. It is. And I agree. Like my, my first thought is never let me rip this stranger a new one. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand that that thought process. But I also think I've learned that when, when that kind of stuff happens, it's really easy to take what I just said and to think it like, well, you know, that person must just have a terrible life or that person just must be a a horrible person right up. Like it's, it's easy to use that thought process as a weapon. And I've learned that more often than not, not only are they like having a hard time in life, but there is probably so much pain buried underneath the surface and so much turmoil. And I know that that's true because I've been that person. I have been that person who is just openly critical, super judgmental, really hateful towards people, not because that's who I am as a person, but because I'm reacting to an immense amount of pain within me. And so I think it has helped to kind of be able to step away from the anger side of it and to step more into the empathetic compassionate side of things where I just try to in my mind remind myself what's coming out of them is what is bubbling up within them and that has to be super painful and not fun and so of course it's a process to like detach myself from things like that and not get my feelings hurt and not hold on to it but I think it does help to not weaponize the fact that maybe their life is hard but to compassionately look and see that 
like they're a human in pain. Leggings are a huge part of my daily life. Whether that be chasing after Milo or cuddling with him on the sofa, operating my financial practice, EDJ Consulting Group, or chatting it up right here on the Mommy Wines podcast. Whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm doing it all in Zaya Active. Zaya has such a wide range from youth collections for boys and girls, the ever-growing men's collection, to the infamous women's leggings, and so much more. Zaya really is your one-stop shop for premium active and loungewear for the whole family. To shop, visit myzaya.com backslash emmadon, or check out the link below in the show notes. Shop now through Halloween to automatically have your order number entered into a raffle for your chance to win a Zaya Active gift card, just in time for the holidays. That's myzaya.com backslash emmadon. Yeah, well, there's the cliche saying of hurt people hurt people. So true. So, yeah, so true. I, You know, I think everybody has been there, whether it was, you know, 10, 20 years ago or the other day. (laughs) We've all done it at least Mm -hmm. once before. We definitely have. But one of the questions I had um, is as a relationship coach, how has it been? Um, for you and your husband during quarantine, because <laughs> there has been, we have talked about some struggles yeah. um, and I have watched, um, stories and things from other people who luckily I was, I'm single. So I didn't have this quarantine right. <laughs> struggle that everyone else was going through. They're like, oh my gosh, who is this person? Like you used to go to work most yes. of the day and now you're just around all the time. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's a good question. Well, my husband and I have been married for um, just over a year. So I I feel like that helps in the sense that it's still fairly new, right? Like the fun newness is still there. We did decide two days ago that the second year of marriage is way harder for us than the first year. <laughs> and maybe part of that <laughs> is, is COVID. But um, so I, let's see. Yeah, so I was still teaching kindergarten when um, COVID started, and so I was teaching kindergarten from home on the internet, which is such a joke, but also, right, I know, but also doing (laughs) business on the side. So for me, it was great because I had so much more time to devote to my business, and I knew I was going to be going full time, so that was awesome, but we definitely did go through, um, like, where am I going to set up shop? what makes sense? How do I be at home with you, but be totally engaged in work, right? Like it's hard to wear all of those different hats. And at the beginning I was downstairs in our study and it's just a little alcove and it doesn't have a door. And finally I was like, listen, when you're home, I want to hang out with you. And also you come in here and talk to me, which is great, except for that. It's not great because then I cannot focus. (laughs) And I kept very distracting. I just kept finding that I was not getting in a work zone because either I could hear what he was doing upstairs or he'd run down just to check on me and be sweet, but I couldn't get in a groove. And so a big thing for us was me moving into our guest room upstairs. So my office is up here now and I have a door and it's amazing and it definitely helps. (laughs) Um, 
but other than that, we definitely have learned we need time apart, which we had kind of already gotten into the process of figuring that out. But yeah, being home alone with someone for an extended period of time is a crazy thing. However, my husband is a first responder, so he was still working regularly, um, maybe three days on, four days off. And so that gave us a little bit of separation, which I think was good. Um, so overall it's been okay, but I cannot imagine like people at home alone with kids during this whole quarantine. Like that is a lot, especially if you're dealing with marriage stuff and work stuff and how to get your kids to do online school. It's just crazy. I feel a lot of compassion for people in that space. Absolutely. It, having it just be Milo and I wasn't so bad. Um, I'm a bookkeeper and I used to be the bookkeeper for um, an event center called the Maverick Center when I lived in Salt Lake. It's where like the Grizzlies hockey team plays and they have like concerts and like dirt bikes and I don't know, Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. Uh, (laughs) It's like a fun, they have like, it's really cool. I miss it. Actually, it's like the only thing I miss about Utah. <laughs> um, oh, my, my dog just fell off. Oh, no. Um, she'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but I was told that all of the daycares were for essential workers only. Mm. So, like, I – which actually turned out to be untrue. Oh, bummer. But I ended up not – I know. And it, I found out it was untrue, like, when quarantine – so I'm like this is great thank you yeah a little too much but yeah and I think it was just a woman who was being catty Mm -hmm. because like the woman who told me was a woman who was wearing like scrubs and right now that I look back on it because like I was just like rushing I was like I'm running late freaking COVID I like didn't have a mask so I couldn't like go into the filling station Mm -hmm. and my card wasn't working at the pump so it was just like a hectic morning and I was like walking my kid in and she's like I I thought at the time she said daycares are for essential workers only um but they ended up taking a bunch of kids out of daycare um and then like they're started because they like wanted to limit the numbers Mm -hmm. And then there was a wait list. And I think looking back, I think she was like saying that maybe it should be for di- like, mm, I don't yeah. know, you know, should be or whatever. Um, probably just, you know, being all stressed out because of COVID. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> people were going crazy. I saw a woman like almost physically get assaulted at a Target. Oh my gosh. It was nuts. But yeah, it was hard for like me because like I started taking him to work with me and we ended up doing a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm, of course. <laughs> and then and then uh, I took my uh, bookkeeping business full time, like fully, well, not full time, but like fully remote. Okay. Um, so I started working from home full time and then having him mm. home. It took, it was, yeah, it was. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot for sure. And I remember like as a teacher, it's really easy to be like, 
it's really easy to say, okay, well, we have literally cut down teaching from like eight hours to one hour. It's not that much to deal with. Like you can get your kids to do this thing. However, I know from having 20 kids in a classroom that it is so hard to get stuff done with kids around. So even just getting your own kids to do school, like you said, while you're trying to work and you're trying to make sure you still have income, like it it has been a traumatic time, I think, for a lot of people. Oh, it was a total disaster. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel so bad about this, but I do not have like the patience or like a teaching bone in my body. Mm-hmm. I am not somebody who has that kind of yeah. talent. And I definitely say it's a talent because corralling that many kids and getting them to focus. Like luckily you did kindergarten, but like could you imagine like teenagers? No, no way. <laughs> oh my god, that would be awful. No way, you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like I am the mom who really enjoys the idea of shipping her kid off on a bus yes. <laughs> and handing them over to teachers for almost like eight uh-huh. hours a day and then getting them back mm-hmm. later. Um, and now, but now we've been kind of trying to do some of this like homeschooling and things like that. And I signed up for, I think it's just education.com. Okay. Um, and then he has like, the ABC mouse. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Um, so we've been doing that. And he actually, I think if we can make it creative and fun, it's not as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he has his like little binder and I print out these workbooks. Luckily, I already have like a printer and things because nice. of work. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, they are like out of stock. Oh, I'm sure like desks, printers, yeah, like all of, like the the like Chromebooks, mm-hmm. like the little netbooks are so out of stock. My Office Max, where I'm living now, is like a barren I wasteland. It's just, there's just nothing. Crazy. Um, but yeah, just I print out his little workbooks, and he has his binder, and I put them in his binder, um, and he like you know draws dinosaurs by connecting the the numbers or whatever and yeah as long as it's fun it's been okay Mm -hmm. so I've been kind of considering I was like well I'm fully remote now I can work as long as I have internet and I was like and I don't know what the heck's going on with school so we might start traveling yeah and then I'm like I'm like but can I like can I really right. do this? Like, or is he just going to be like a dunce? Well, that's the funny <laughs> He's thing. just going to be this wild. Yeah. Even. I mean, I think it's just another example of unreal expectations of not even just women, I guess, but parents. Like, it is okay to not know how to teach, right? No, not everybody knows how to do that. And I think it's really valid to be like, yeah, I was not made to teach children their basic skills. And I think that that is a real thing. And so I think what you're doing is so, so right. Like making sure that you're teaching your kid in a way that he likes, enjoys, understands, and then just setting limits. Like, okay, when this gets frustrating, we're done. (laughs) Because there's no way that every single parent is going to be able to teach their kids the way that elementary school, middle school, high school teachers do. That's just not realistic. So I think finding your own groove is really important there. Are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? 
Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course flowy teas and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wine storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. I think I'm, well, I'm hoping that there's going to be a lot of changes to the educational system Mm. coming out of this, just because they've had to kind of do so much trial and error and they've had to adjust because I remember going to school and I would talk to my sister because she's like way older than me. I think we're like 16, 15 or 16 years apart. Um. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, I went to this school, you know, this was my, you know, homeroom, and I sat right here, and I'm like, wow, like, this hasn't changed. Mm. And then um, the town where my mom grew up was the town right next to where I grew up as a kid, and I started going to their high school um, when I moved out there. And she was, like, telling me, she's like, oh, yeah, like, I went to this school, like, this was my homeroom <laughs> and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, it has not yeah. changed at all, like, the same kind of structure. And now when Milo is home with me, he is, well, he's four, so he has basically the attention span of, like, a sophisticated goldfish. <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> we... We do, like, he'll do, like, one or two worksheets, and then he'll Mm -hmm. go play. And then he'll come back, and he'll do, like, one or two worksheets, um, and then he'll go play. And then it is, like, back and forth. And then he'll watch some cartoons and eat lunch. And then he'll come back, and we will do a project. Or, like, he'll paint. He really is into Mm -hmm. painting. Um, You know, so it's, like, he has, like, 20 lessons a day yeah <laughs> which like, is great right if that's it, how he learns and he can come back and do things in little snippets during the day that's amazing yeah and I think it's just um you know I think people are especially parents are gonna really just take this time and they're gonna have to like learn like they're being forced to learn about mm. their kids and I feel like during this I have learned so much about Milo that I didn't know before because before I would take him to daycare I would go to work I would come home I would work on my private clients go pick him up and then so he did all of his learning at his like preschool daycare um and then when it was me and him time it was just me and him time we would cook dinner or we would play outside um, or cuddle up and watch a movie. We would just like spend time together. But now I'm kind of like learning how his brain works mm-hmm. and what he likes, what he doesn't like. You like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It's something I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to do if it wasn't yes. for COVID. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like as hard as this time has been in so many different ways, I think there are good things that can come from it. And I think what you're explaining is one of the really big ones, right? Like having time to focus in on the things and people that really matter and to be intentional about it, like learning how Milo 
learns and learning what he likes and what he doesn't like as far as teaching and school goes. Like you said, when else would you have had that opportunity? Never. Which I think is cool. I'm hoping our relationship is going to come out stronger. Who knows? We might get sick of each other. (laughs) It's been six months. Maybe y'all are past the hardest phase and it'll only go up from here. (laughs) (laughs) So we do confessions on this podcast. Oh, that hey, I'm down to to confess. That's great. (laughs) I love to hear a good confession. Okay, so just about anything. Oh, anything. Uh, Embarrassing story. Um, like it could be a confession of anything. A guilty pleasure that you love. Uh, Yeah, interesting. Okay, let me think. I know I can come up with one. I'm trying to think of, you know, those embarrassing moments in life that suddenly pop into your head years later while you're in bed trying to go to sleep and they just mortify you just as much right then as they did the moment that it happened. Um, yes. Oh, man. Okay. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. This is terrible. Okay. When I was in high school, my best friend, her name is Shelby. She and I, we had lockers right next to each other. And one day she opened up her locker. We were on our way to lunch and she had this super old Tupperware container full of food in her locker. And I don't know why all of the sudden, like months later, she was suddenly aware of it, (laughs) but she found it and she was grossed out. So she didn't want to pick it up and take it to the trash can. And I remember looking at her and being like, you're so dumb step aside. I will take care of this. So I grabbed the Tupperware (laughs) container and I threw it away. And then a few minutes later, we're in lunch and we're like, we're sitting with some friends and all of us are like, what is that smell? Well, turns out the smell from that nasty Tupperware container had seeped into my clothing. And so I was walking around smelling like this nasty like three-month-old lasagna and so I it was disgusting so luckily I had a shirt in my car so I changed shirts well it wasn't that my clothes had gotten this smell on them it was like on my skin and I could not get rid of it and I remember going to the office uh in high school and I was one of those kids who was like not gonna break a rule so of course instead of just walking the five minutes home I go to the office and I call my mom and I'm like mom I smell really bad. Please let me go home. And she just listened to me and was like, um, no, stay at school. (laughs) And so I remember going back upstairs to my English class and literally crying because I was so embarrassed that I smelled so bad. Meanwhile, a few hours later, Shelby is walking down that same hall where we put that nasty Tupperware container in the trash can. It has stunk up the entire hallway and so oh my god <laughs> later on she tells me that she went to the office and told them hey I don't know what's going on but the sea hall smells really really bad maybe you guys should go check it out <laughs> and I just was uh, so mortified it's a funny story now that we talk about actually quite often but I could not have been more embarrassed as a 16 year old <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> You know, not taking responsibility, just being a good steward and letting them know. Yeah, she's just so sweet. (laughs) She's so kind. Hey, guys, maybe you should handle this. (laughs) Meanwhile, she is the reason (laughs) that it smells so terrible. (laughs) 
gross. I know, it was horrible. Ugh. I just, I cleaned out my fridge the other day mm-hmm. um, for the first time since I moved in here. Because mm-hmm. uh, we recently just moved from Salt Lake to a tiny little cowboy town um, in northern Nevada. Oh, cool. And uh, super cool. I love it here. It's so quiet. Well, it would be quiet, except for I'm a little closer to a main mm-hmm. street than I mm-hmm. would like. And it's not like a main street, like a Salt Lake City main street. It's like diesel pickup trucks oh, and side by side. And like dirt yes. bikes. So I'm like, oh, could you take your turbo diesel somewhere right. else, please? Thank yes. you. And uh, some of the food that was in there was pretty mm. bad. I don't I don't know. Um what kind of diet you do but we don't cook a lot of meat in our Mm -hmm. house um if we go out we'll get like a cheeseburger or something but for some reason I just don't cook it that much um I don't like leftover meat Mm -hmm. like chicken reheated or something like that um and it's just a it's like one and a half of us right exactly (laughs) Milo eats like fruit snacks and Uh cheeses and that's pretty much it (laughs) So we do a lot of um, like soy, like a morning star mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because uh, I don't know why, but like if I make tacos, I always do like the the meatless. Ground. I do the same thing, and I I will eat those reheated all That's day so long. Funny <laughs> beef, no yeah. way. And I don't know if you've ever made meatless tacos, and then um never ate them again and just like <laughs> let them sit in the fridge <laughs> I could imagine that would be bad <laughs> but yeah the smell that came out of my food disposal oh my god was foul Terrible. I just decided to like shove an entire lemon oh, down yeah. the food disposal it helped mm-hmm. yep <laughs> that sounds like a good plan actually <laughs> but yeah that's my rotten food I story is I had I've made taco salad like the, oh my God, I don't even know, like the third day living here. And I cleaned it out the other day Um, because on the weekends that my son visits his Mm -hmm. dad, I know I should probably work and get a lot of stuff done, but like, I just kind of don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure (laughs) having time to yourself is coveted. So I totally understand that. I know. And I was like okay, well, I've sat here and watched 17 episodes of the originals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to do something productive with my life. That's awesome. So I cleaned out the fridge and I rinsed that out and it was so bad. And I remember I had some lemons uh-huh. um, and I'm like, okay, well, these lemons I'm sure are going bad. So I just grabbed one of those and just like shoved the mm-hmm. whole thing down the food Honestly, disposal. And it's totally Yeah, worked. it gets to the point with food like that where I'm like, I might just throw this whole thing away and not even dump it out <laughs> because I know if I open it, it's going to smell terrible. I don't know if I have ever actually done that, but that thought crosses my mind every single time. <laughs> I used to do it when I had um, like just cheap plastic Tupperware. Yeah. Now, um, I have glass mm. and it's mm-hmm. heavy and I have, I have to take my own garbage out. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll it. Yes, that makes sense. 
Well, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Yeah. Um, and if your company has a website, things like yes. that. Yes. So I do have a website. <clears throat> um, it is katezenchenko.com. So Kate spelled the normal way. I married a Russian. So now my last name is Zenchenko. So it's Z-E-N-C-H-E-N-K-O. So you can find me at katezenchenko.com. I'm super active. I do basically all of my um, relationship life consulting stuff through Instagram. So you can find me there at Kate Zinchenko. Um, and I'm about to actually launch my second round of my um, lasting relationship recovery program. So if that's something that interests you, you can get on my Instagram, find all the details. And of course, like if you have questions about anything, I love answering relationship questions. I have a ton of free training and stuff on my page because I always want to offer value and um, yeah, valuable content to people, whether or not they can work with me. And so if that's you and you're like, oh, I need some help with some family or friendship or romantic relationship issues, you can find anything and everything there. And like I said, please reach out. I'd love to talk with you about all of the good things. Well, I'm going to go nurse my hangover. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> And I will definitely um, stay in touch and let you know when your episode is going to Yay, I'm so excited. Thanks so much for having me on. You're welcome. Thanks for being of my course. guest. So fun. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. Make sure to leave a rating and review. To support the show you love, check out the exclusive branded merchandise on themommywines.com. For extra sassy, honest, and potentially controversial content, make sure to join me over on the Mommy Wines Patreon. Also, don't forget to check out the other shows on the MW Network. If you love scary stories and true crime, you'll love Tales After Dark. More shows are coming soon, so make sure to stay connected on social at Mommy Wines Podcast. And until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.